Hello and welcome aboard this very special episode of Barstool Airplay. It is our world tour. This week I will be bringing you some of the best music from unsigned and independent artists from around the world. So, without further ado, and before I can make any sort of airplane puns, let's crack on with the music and first up, a brilliant band out of Germany. They are the Kecks and this is their track, Modern Girls. So that was Modern Girls from the brilliant German band The Keck. 
tracks uh, really, really calls back to like the Strokes 90s indie in its heyday. And I think they really capture it and give it um, a bit of a modern edge. Very good band. have done some brilliant live shows during the lockdowns and everything. And I think are slowly getting back to performing in front of audiences now. So do go check out the rest of their material if you do like your indie rock. So as I said, this is our world tour episode I promised it and I surprisingly delivered on it. (laughs) I will be bringing you all things unsigned and independent from around the world. And also, as well as the brilliant music, I managed to catch up with three aspects of the music industry from three different countries. I caught up with a booking agent from Sweden, a record label from the Philippines, and finally a singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas. So those three are to come. But before that, let's bring you some more brilliant music. This time we head to two separate ends of the earth and we have a brilliant track coming from the French artist Delphine. But first up, we head down under to hear a track from the brilliant singer-songwriter M. George and this is her track, Fight. Like a rain in the flood.
So there you have it. That was Delphine from France with her track, Who Is Who. Um, what's great about that track is it kind of takes elements of reggae, mixes it with a contemporary pop vibe, but still manages to keep those roots there that keep the groove going. So definitely an artist to check out if you enjoyed that song. And then before that, we heard M. George all the way from Australia, and that was her track, Fight, which is taken from her EP, Wolves, which is out now, and I definitely suggest, if you are into your kind of indie pop, alternative acoustic stuff, do go listen to the rest of that EP, as it is a really good, brilliant listen. I hope everyone out there, wherever you are, has had a brilliant week so far and has enjoyed the music so far. Like every week that I do on this show when I bring you some of the best UK bands, I try to go for a good mix, stretch the genres and hopefully have something for everyone. And so this week has been no different. The only difference is, is I've mixed up the country of origin. So... Yes, I do hope you enjoy the rest of the show. We do have our first interview coming up, courtesy of a brilliant guy called John Reed in Sweden. But before that, let's stick on two more tracks. Uh, one from a band from his homeland. They are called Great Park Avenue. But before that, let's head to Seattle for some good old gritty rock from the brilliant band Glass Alice. And this is their track. Bitten.
So that was Great Park Avenue with their track Blue World. Once again, another brilliant indie track. Um, again, another country really capturing that typical 90s indie rock vibe and producing something brilliant again. Um, that is actually their debut single. So um, you possibly have heard it here first if you haven't heard it before i do advise there are a band definitely to check out as seeing as they are just starting out they obviously have a brilliant future ahead of them and then before that we went to seattle in america to hear from glass alice and that was their track bitten which is taken from their album of the same name and Really great band, really remind me of early Seether mixed in with Nirvana. So like proper grunge band from, well, the home of grunge. So probably couldn't really do anything else. <laughs> so yes, if you like that, do go check out the rest of the album as it is just more tracks like that. So we come to our first interview of the show. And as I said, I caught up with a brilliant guy from Sweden. His name was John Reed. He had lots to say about the state of the music industry over in Sweden at the moment. So without further ado, let's play you some of that interview. Sort of what, from your point of view, the sort of effect that the kind of pandemics had on the music scene that you've well, noticed? Yeah, well, what I do, well, I'm a Brooklyn agent, uh, but my, uh, how would you say, my place to search was for Great Britain for Swedish bands over there with the agents who I'm with. Yeah. But I also know, I know a hell of a lot of guys that play in bands, uh, a lot of, been to a lot of clubs and that sort of stuff in it. Uh, the bands, first and foremost, it's affecting, well, everybody involved in the whole scene, it's affecting them all from the bands down to the clubs, down mm. to the uh, technicians, everything surrounding it. Uh, I was at an Evergrey gig in June. Hmm. Uh, they, sent it on, they sent it live online, but we were only 40 people there. Uh, uh, a venue that holds well well over 1,500. Uh, so uh, that, that affected it like that. Uh, it's affected them with a... Nobody able to have more than 50 people. Uh, any one given time, yeah, uh, in their venues, and that uh, okay, uh, that's affecting them. I've got three mates, and they run a small club. Hmm. Uh, it takes it's got a capacity of two hundred, and they've had nothing. They they had to cancel everything over the uh, spring. They usually have a summer break, and then they usually start uh, in September. Yeah. And, Nothing either now. They've just started. Really? Yeah, they've just with the guy that owns the place. He's just started booking in uh, small gigs for fifty people. But uh, they got a maybe a wee lifeline, if you would put it like that, because the government has now uh, gone out with along with the the health institute and said that uh, they're going to raise the the bar to five from 50 to 500 quick oh okay which hope that was just yesterday or the day before so hopefully hopefully it will help a lot of these clubs uh 
do some business and get back to up and running because it's been terrible over here. Some sort of firms and venues are finding kind of positive things to move forward with and innovative ways of sort of still bringing music and supporting musicians and that. Have you noticed any sort of different ways that have come up that people have learned to do during the lockdown? I've got a mate in the city that's a promoter and he lives in a a wee village outside the, the city and he's been putting on his own gigs. He's been having like his own gigs in his, what would you call it? In his garden. He's got a Yeah, well, he's got, he's got like a wee, a wee farm type thing outside. Yeah. And he's been putting on gigs for 50 people. He's been doing it just to keep a, keep himself rolling and giving everybody else something to look forward to. Yeah. No, that's what the, that's just one of those. If you've got the farmland, use it. <laughs> you were talking about the in, in, innovative. Uh, yeah. There's a sweet, there's a Swedish band called Mustache, hmm. uh, and they have been trying to be innovative. So, uh, the first thing they did was <clears throat> they had a concert on their boats, so people came to their place in their boats and listened to the concert. Oh, okay, but. Then they get told, no, because before that they had a couple of online gigs and then they thought, right, we'll do something a wee bit different. So they did this thing with boats and then the police told, no, you can't, because they were going to do it again. And they get told, no, not allowed to do it. The second piece of innovation came in. They got on a a lorry and uh, put all the amps and the instruments and played on the lorry through the streets of Gothenburg. Oh, like driving around? Oh, absolutely <laughs> if you look up for a band called Moustache on the YouTube, I think you'll probably find it. So yeah, I got a great insight to how Sweden have handled the whole music scene side of things from John. Again, I asked lots of questions. He had brilliant answers, um, but I had to sort of whittle it down to about five minutes. So hopefully you found that insightful too. And without further ado, let's crack on with another band from Sweden. This is dedicated to John. Thank you so much for the chat. This is Saria with their track, Light.
So that was a bit of heavy metal from Sweden, courtesy of Surya, with their track, Light. Brilliant track, kind of reminds me of sort of Bullet For My Valentine, that kind of more sort of noughties metal. Um, Really great band. And also have another brilliant single out called Wolves. So if you enjoyed that, do go check them out out so i hope you enjoyed our little stopover in sweden however this is a world tour so let's whisk you off this time we head to ireland and africa we will be hearing from alice linsky from ireland but first up we head to zimbabwe to hear from the brilliant atmospheric r&b artist ap wonder and this is his track vibe Space. 
wanna talk I'm used to having convos with my thoughts and saying goodbyes to hope If I ever fall in love again I hope Was a dying breath starting to believe I won't Cause a broken heart is pain you can never adapt The healing heart is one you afraid will fall apart Being her creates fear to open up No cap I got a past fit with these the feelings that lost track
So that was Alice Linsky from Ireland with her track Love Sick Roller Coaster. Every time I hear that track, I just love it even more. Brilliant soul rock track and she's got some other very powerful songs as well. So if you like that, do go check her out. And then before that, you heard AP Wonder with his track Vibes, which is taken from his brilliant EP. And honestly, if you are into your kind of atmospheric old school R&B with a bit of a contemporary sheen, then definitely do go check him out. Very much worth a listen, the rest of that EP. Some really good tracks on there and some really poignant lyrics as well. Um, And it's AP Wonder, but instead of an E, it's a number three. So, yep. Do go check him out. So up next, we head to the Philippines for our second interview. But before that, I'd like to kind of set the mood and bring you a brilliant instrumental post-rock track from a great band from the Philippines. They are Trippy O, and this is their track, Stairwell.
So yes, that was a brilliant instrumental uh, sort of post-rock track there from Trippy O called Stairwell. Um, very, very intricate song. I don't know how they managed to keep up with all of that that was going on. But no, if you did enjoy it, do go check them out. Give them a like and a follow and listen to the rest of their stuff because it's all the same. Just brilliant, top quality music. And seamlessly segue now into the second interview as I spoke to the record label that Trippy O are signed to, which is a spur of the moment project and I caught up with Lee Perez and we had a little chat and here is a portion of it. Just to start if you'd like to tell me a bit about the a Spur of the Moment project. Um, a Spur of the Moment project actually started as an event production outfit. Uh, it started uh, eight, almost eight years ago, um, okay. September of 2012. Yeah. And um, after two years in 2014, I started to transition into a record label and uh, went into artist management and distribution. Uh-huh. So for the past six years, I've been managing bands and releasing music under a spur of the moment project. But on the side as well, I'm still doing events. Well, yes. until the pandemic hit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there was there quite of an uh, an impact in because you're in Korea, aren't you? No, I'm actually based in the Philippines. Oh, okay. Was there oh, yeah. much much of an impact there? Did did they sort of shut down quite early on the sort of events side of things? Um, for the Philippines, it started as early as uh, March, mid March. Okay, yeah. The lockdown started um, mid March, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's still been shut down until now. So we really haven't had any uh, live events um, yeah. like face-to-face compared to other countries in Southeast Asia because there are, there are um, countries that are actually back to doing shows. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, um, so what have you kind of, have you found other ways of kind of being creative in the way that you're promoting your current artists that you've got on your books? Um, for Spur of the Moment project, I actually have um, eight acts under my roster, and yeah. two of the two of the bands are from Korea and uh, Thailand. Back in yeah. Feb, also, I was helping out a band from Malaysia. So yeah. there's that. Actually, knowing all of these bands, I actually have an insight on how on how um, how it affects the music industry on a smaller scale, like I mean, yeah. like for the independent players. And um, I see how far behind our country is. Mm. Because um, back in Korea, they are still doing shows, even in a limited capacity, but still it's not been cut off completely. Yeah. For Thailand, while they had um, a lockdown for a short period, they're already back to doing shows now. Yeah. Malaysia, I'm not sure, but I don't think they're back to doing shows at the moment. But um, mm. compared to the other cities in the region, ours really is very far behind, and I don't think we're coming back soon to yeah. doing shows. Yeah. So it's kind of had like a, a bigger impact where you are. Yes. yes I mean, there's definitely. only been there's only been a limited thing that you can do with your sort of Philippines-based artists. Yeah. Um, actually, we can't even record. Well, um, really? electronic acts. Yeah, electronic acts can do home recording, but in a band setup, it's a little bit more tricky because they're looking for a specific sound for 
example, um, the drum tone that they, they want to have in their record and they yeah. can just go to a studio. Yeah. Most of the studios actually right now are not really as entertaining. It's still, um, they're still at a very limited capacity and they can't really commit um, 100%. Uh, yeah. And yeah, they're, they're being careful, understandably, but I guess um, I'm just saying that it sort of limits the activities that the bands here in the Philippines can do. Yeah, it kind of gets a bit frustrating because there's like so much you want to do, but there's only so much you can do. Right. Actually, yeah. um, everybody was looking forward to the year 2020. Oh, it's a new decade. Let's do a lot of things, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the pandemic hit and um, every, all of the plans got either postponed, um, cancelled, or just um, thrown off the board completely. Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine. As this sort of has this time given you more time to kind of reflect and come up with different ways for you to promote bands and events moving forwards? Um, on the bands, uh, on the releases side, I think there's yeah. more progress there. But um, on the yeah. event side, I think I'm quite in denial <laughs> that um, we can't really go back to the way we used to be. Yeah. So um, on the event side, I don't think I've I've been planning much uh, admittedly, I don't have any foresight for the event side because I, I've been seeing all these studies on how they're seeing events in the future, and I, I don't think that it's, some, it's something that still captures the same essence that um, events had pre-pandemic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as mentioned on the event side, I don't, I don't feel like. Um, I don't feel like planning anything yet at the moment. I still want to see how everything unfolds moving forward. Yeah. On the release side, um, I think it's more positive because um, a lot of the channels are now online. Yeah. And um, the uh, it's it's really busy online these days. I actually thought um, there would be more opportunity to put music out there, but there are a lot of music coming out on the internet these days, and. Um, I think on the upside, though, there are a lot of new channels yeah. to put your music into and a lot of businesses popping up on the, uh, on the online side of things in general. So I think there's a lot more opportunity in there. So, yes, I'm really thankful to Lee for taking the time to talk to me. And um, once we got the time differences sorted out, but um, you live and learn and hopefully you found that insightful and enjoyable and so without further ado and before i can say any more let's bring you another brilliant band from her label this time they are from south korea and the band are called kotoba and this is their track rain
So that was Katoba with their track Rain, which is taken from a brilliant EP that is out now. And I do suggest if you are into that and just want to listen to something a bit different, then do go and check it out. You will not regret it. Um, and as you can probably tell, I am a huge fan of sort of East Asian rock music. So it was you know what, I'm going to admit it, this podcast was just an excuse to bring you that song. No, I'm only joking. Um, it was genuinely, this podcast was put together just to show you the immense talent that I get sent through that isn't just the UK. Um, from around the world, people are working hard, creating this brilliant music, and sometimes it gets heard, sometimes it doesn't, but I thought I would do my best to bring you as much of it as I could could um sadly i couldn't play them all but if you did have enjoyed this show so far then do let me know you can email me barstoolairplay at gmail.com um or you can go to facebook facebook.com slash barstool music uk or you can simply just comment below on the podcast and let me know if you'd like to hear another special episode with even more music from brilliant unsigned and independent artists from around the world. Um, hopefully you do, because there's some brilliant tracks I do want to bring you. You know, I'm not begging or anything. Anyway, um, we have one final interview to come where we will be heading to America but before that I'm going to play you a couple more tracks um, these tracks will consist of an indie rock band from Switzerland called Annie Taylor but first up here we have some reggae courtesy of the young Israelites all the way from Tel Aviv in Israel and this is their track Stay By My Side
So that was Drive by the brilliant indie rockers from Switzerland, Annie Taylor. And that's taken from their brilliant album. So again, if you really like that track, it is an album packed full of tunes banging just like those. <laughs> I can't believe I used the word banging. Anyway, um, brilliant tracks, brilliant band. So yes, do go check them out. And then before that, you heard the young Israelites from Israel with their track, Stay By My Side and brilliant reggae, very, very old school. Um, even the vocal tone and everything just really calls back to, um, like I said, old school reggae. So definitely a band to go and check out if you really enjoyed that track so now we head to texas america where i caught up with the brilliant singer-songwriter melissa engelman and we spoke all things music all things lockdown and all things recording so without further ado let's get into the interview from an artist's point of view the kind of effect that everything going on has had on sort of the music scene where you are yeah um well right now there's i mean i've kind of lost count of how many places have closed yeah um a lot of just like really iconic austin venues are just going to be closed forever now oh, um okay. yeah there's um there's a place called Threadgills. they used to have two locations um and Austin has gotten really expensive. So one of the locations had already closed down pre pandemic, but the other one, um, you know, was still open and still had live music mm. and they were a really friendly place for singer songwriters. And, um, I mean, it's like, a like, I think Janice Joplin used to hang out there, you know, like it's the place with a lot of history. Um, and so they, they've closed down. Um, there's another place called the one to one bar. They just recently closed down after like, um, nearly 20 years of being open. Wow. Um, it's kind of like, you know, well, what's going to be left, you know, when, um, when it is safe to have shows. And I know there's, there are places that are trying to like venues that are partnering with artists to do, just do like live, live streams. Yeah. Um, uh, but a lot of artists I think right now are, relying on you know just doing streams on the internet and um and also like whatever other five jobs they had <laughs> to do uh you know to survive yeah, yeah. so um yeah and and some people are like um uh, you know opening uh, i have a friend who's a musician and she's opening a little etsy shop doing like woodworking and stuff so yes yeah, so just trying to find other ways kind of, of surviving basically yeah, yeah, channeling their creativity uh, in other directions. Yeah. So, so, so before, obviously, before the pandemic and all that, was was there quite a sort of a thriving, unsigned and sort of open mic scene? Yeah, there were. Um, one of my favorite open mics uh, wasn't going anymore, but there, um, there is still uh, the Cactus Cafe um, has an open mic that's been uh, that's been going on forever, yeah. um, and that's a really like. That's one of the really popular um, uh, and one of the only like listening room type venues um, that's left <laughs> in Austin. Um, so, uh, it's a, yeah, that's a really good open mic. And um, one of my, I have a couple of friends that both run open mics. So 
and there's, I mean, I feel like in Austin, there's tons of people uh, that are not signed playing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's part of the thing about Austin is like, there's music going on everywhere all the time. And like, you could be playing one place and the next door, you know, someone else super famous is playing, you know, and you're both playing for like $5 cover charge or something. Like it's, yeah. a, yeah. you know, there's always a lot going on. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like, um, like it's a good sort of community and kind of equal opportunity, if that makes sense, like for either signed or unsigned. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, it's definitely, uh, I've lived in Austin almost, uh, 20 years up and um so it's definitely changed um from when I got here but just because there's a lot more people now so I do think that there's a lot of opportunities to play it's just a little bit it's a little bit different yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> yeah <laughs> or was it's probably going to be really really different but <laughs> yeah so um well, just tell me a bit about um you now um, I was just recording like my first fancy studio album and I was supposed to go back in May and finish it. But, you know, that's uh, put off, <laughs> put off now. I just got this. I did get one single, though, out of it. So that was exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take it you're really looking forward to getting back and finishing it. Yeah, actually, I talked to um, I talked to my producer the other day because um, he said, he wanted to talk about what options and I thought, well, like, <laughs> what is that going to be? Um, <laughs> cause I, cause I think, well, I can't even keep track of, uh, where you can go, where you can't go, but I think I would have to quarantine for two weeks if I went to Boston. So I would just be hanging out, like doing nothing in Boston for two weeks. <laughs> um, so I wasn't sure like, and I don't want to travel, uh, so I wasn't really sure how that was going to work. But I talked to him, and he he's being really careful about everything. He said no one's in the studio unless they absolutely have to be. Yeah. And um, and he's worked it out where there's some kind of, uh, like, a plug-in where I can uh, remotely hear everything that's happening in the studio uh, with high-quality audio. Okay. And... Yeah, so, and then for the vocals, he said I did have the the choice. I, he said I could come up there and do, like, a day, um, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, he said he could send, he could send, um, send equipment, and he can control um, the recording software remotely. So I guess we're going to try that. <laughs> yeah. It seems better than like, cause I thought like, well, I guess maybe in like five years or something, I don't know when we'll be able to finish. So yes, I had a really nice chat with Melissa, really, really great person and really cares a lot about the music scene where she is. And honestly, after all this pandemic is over, if there are as many singer songwriters as her in Austin, the music scene will not be on its knees for too much longer and will be rebuilt within the year. So keep up the good work, keep up recording and let's keep our spirits high by listening to Melissa Engelman's latest single, Waiting For You.
So that was Melissa Engelman's single, Waiting For You. And quite frankly, um, she told me this is kind of her first properly recorded release. And if that is her first, I cannot wait to hear the songs that come next. And fingers crossed, it won't be much longer until we do hear them. So again, I do hope you've all enjoyed this special episode. It has been a bumper run. I do apologise, but I wanted to fit in as much great world music as possible. And hopefully you might have heard something that you like and you've discovered a new artist. Um, So yes, uh, like I said before, if you'd like to get in touch, um, you can leave comments below on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Let me know if you liked it. Let me know if you'd like to hear another one. because it would be fun to do it again. Uh, there's lots of music out there. So, yes, do comment. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Barstool Music UK. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Barstool underscore music. Um, and then next week, we'll be going back to our normal schedule of brilliant unsigned and independent music from around the UK. So, if you do fancy hearing something great from the uk do tune in there as well 
Now I will leave you with this last track. Um, it's a brilliant singer-songwriter from Texas, a bit of country blues. His name is Kelly Vaughan and this is his track, You're Gonna Make It. And frankly, it is a brilliant song to end the show on as it carries such a positive message for all of us. So once again, I have been Luke Knowles. This has been Barstool Airplay. And until next week, keep safe and see you again soon. You're tired I'll be the one to tuck you in When you're angry I'll be the one to listen And if you feel like letting go I'll be the one in your one man That's why